An HSA account is a powerful planning tool for freelancers. Hi, this is Alex Lynch, and I help freelancers earning six figures or more optimize their finances, all in the amount of time it takes to enjoy a cup of coffee. For additional resources on this subject and others important to freelancers, please check out our website, freelancefinancefix.com. Today, I'm going to talk about health savings accounts and why, as a freelancer, you need to evaluate them and consider them for your finances. As a freelancer with total control of both what health insurance plan you select and what custodian you select for your HSA account, this is an important topic for you. This episode will give a general overview of HSA accounts and some unique attributes about them. Our next episode will focus on how I like to use them as a planning tool and some final considerations. All in all, we're going to walk through 11 points important for freelancers to know about HSA accounts. I know our healthcare system is a mess. Between the cost of health insurance, healthcare expenses, and healthcare being a leading cause of bankruptcy in the United States, there's a lot of room for improvement. Plus, it seems health insurance plans are getting more and more expensive every year while covering less and less. I ask you, what is your plan for reducing your health expenses and planning for them in retirement? And does your strategy currently lower your lifetime tax bill? I encourage you to consider a health savings account generally called the abbreviated HSA account. This is a different account than an FSA account or flexible spending arrangement, which you may have heard about in the past. FSA accounts are becoming less and less common, while HSA accounts are becoming more and more common as more and more health insurance plans are considered high deductible nowadays. The first thing you need to know about HSA accounts is why do we even want one in the first place? This is the fact that they get a triple tax benefit. They are a true triple threat to your tax bill in a positive way. First, you get a deduction on your taxes for money going in. Secondly, money left inside of the accounts grows continually tax-free. Third, one day when you use them for medical expenses, when withdrawn, you won't owe any taxes on the withdrawal. Furthermore, HSA accounts get even better as you age. After age 65 or older, the 20% penalty for not using the withdrawal for medical expenses goes away, and instead you just have to pay tax on the withdrawal, similar to if you were to pull money from your IRA accounts. This withdrawal would be considered ordinary income. This tax triple threat is one of the only ones out there. If you are eligible for an HSA account, you must consider using one. If not, you could be leaving money on the table. You can literally get a tax deduction for putting money inside of an HSA account, 
and withdrawing it tax-free to use on your medical insurance premiums that same year. The second thing you need to know is if you are eligible to contribute to an HSA account. Rather than explain all the complicated minutia that goes into the IRS determining if it's an eligible HSA healthcare plan or not, let's just skip straight to the answer. The easiest way to know if you're eligible is simply to look at your health plan, and there is oftentimes a box, particularly when you are in your annual enrollment period, that says if it's an HSA eligible plan or not. Don't think any further than if this box says yes or no as it is not a worthwhile use of your time to understand the minutia that goes into differentiating out high deductible healthcare plans. If your plan doesn't immediately show you if it is HSA eligible or not, just contact your health insurer. They'll give you a straight answer right away. In general, nowadays, I would say that most healthcare plans for those under 65 are now HSA eligible. To note, if you are on Medicare, you are likely unable to contribute to an HSA account. The third thing you need to know about HSA accounts are their contribution limits. The contribution limits for an HSA account for individual is $3,850 in 2023. For a family, the limit is $7,750. And if you are over age 55, you get an extra $1,000 a year you can put inside of an HSA account. Furthermore, there are no income limits to be eligible to make an HSA contribution. You can make as much as you want in a calendar year and still get the tax deduction for contributing to an HSA account. Unlike Roth accounts, where you have to be cognizant of both income limits and tax brackets when contributing to them. On top of these benefits, when you do finally pull money out of your HSA account, you don't have to itemize to get the tax benefit. If you do itemize your tax return, you do have to select between getting a HSA deduction or totaling up your health expenditures for the year and getting that tax deduction. The IRS won't allow you to double dip there. However, those two line items conflicting is very rare. The fourth thing you need to know about HSA accounts is that the funds inside of them don't expire. What is truly awesome about HSA accounts compared to other accounts like a FSA account is that funds inside of them don't expire. You don't have to use them during a calendar year. Funds inside them can roll over year after year after year and in theory grow forever. Even if you do change health insurance plans from a high deductible plan to a low deductible plan, you are able to keep this HSA account intact and continue having it grow over time. You can also consolidate multiple HSA accounts out there all into one. The fifth thing about HSA accounts is that they have a really unique feature for you if you are ever unemployed or taking a gap year in your business. Unlike nearly all accounts out there that have tax benefits, even if you don't have earned income, you can still potentially contribute to an HSA account and get a tax deduction. If you find yourself in this circumstance, make sure to ask your tax advisor or financial advisor about this. So think about this. In a gap year in your business, with proper planning, you could set aside cash towards the end of the year. Then in the following year, you could move that money to an HSA account and get a tax deduction during your gap year. While it is as simple as moving money from one pocket to another, 
you have now set up yourself for some potential tax benefits over the long term. The sixth thing you should know about an HSA account is how you can use it to get the tax benefit for qualified healthcare expenses. You need to know that the medical expense uses are far more broad than you may think. It is more than just your standard hospital bill or health insurance expenses or premiums. It includes things like over-the-counter medication, acupuncture potentially, physical therapy if you have notices for it from your healthcare provider, and many other things like glasses, contact lenses, laser eye surgery. There are many, many uses. If you want to dive into the nitty-gritty, check out IRS Publication 502 as a rather comprehensive list of what are eligible for expenses. Just know that it is much more broad for uses of HSA funds than you may think. It's not what you know that counts, it's what you do. Action items from this episode. Check if you are eligible for a HSA account, and if you have a current health-related account, compare the benefits to an HSA. Also remember, if you are in a gap year, busy adventuring as a freelancer, make note that you are oftentimes still able to contribute to an HSA account and get a tax deduction. Of course, check with your tax advisor about this. Additionally, confirm that your HSA account has investment options within, as I will talk about this during our next episode together and how I personally use my own HSA account. The fix is in. We love saving on our tax bill, and I'm sure you do too. HSAs are a very valuable planning tool. On our next episode, we will dive deeper into HSA accounts, so stay tuned and check out our website, FreelanceFinanceFix.com, for additional information on HSA accounts and other important matters to freelancers. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the Freelance Finance Fix. Before you go, one thing you should know, this isn't legal tax or investment advice, it's just a show. Cause tax laws are tricky And investments complex Get professional advice Do more research So you'll never lose We are the freelancers, my friends And we'll work from home Till the end Seriously, this isn't tax, legal, or investing advice.